Welcome to the Summit County HealthCast, a podcast to improve the health and wellness of residents in Summit County, Utah. Join us as we interview local experts, professionals, and more to provide you with the best health and wellness tips Summit County has to offer. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Summit County HealthCast. I'm here today with Howard Sorensen, who is the Vice President of the South Summit Trails Foundation. How are you doing today, Howard? Doing great, Derek. Good to be with you. It's good to have you here. So why don't we start off, give everyone an introduction, a little bit more about you and the role that you play in the South Summit Trails Foundation. That'd be great. Uh, I'm uh, serving as the Vice President of the South Summit Trails Foundation on a board of seven people. South Summit Trails uh, was organized about three years ago, so we're a fairly young nonprofit uh, trail foundation. Uh, It started by, I live on a little street called Cow Alley in Oakley, Utah, and there's also a professional mountain biker by the name of Tom Tom Noaker that uh, many, many of your listeners may be uh, familiar with him. Mm -hmm. And we stopped and said, you know what? We think it's time to start a foundation in eastern Summit County because at the time, three years ago, we did not have any true mountain bike trails. There were, you know, hiking trails in the Uintas. But uh, compared to the 600 miles of trails to the west of us, eastern Summit County really had no, no trails, per se, that had been built out here. So I'm guessing that you're a mountain biker yourself. Is that something you grew up doing or you picked up later on in adulthood? Really picked it later on up in adulthood. I've always spent time on trails, hiking, running, but uh, the biking started about uh, at age 55. Okay. But it's addictive, and now I'm out there twice a week. Perfect. So walk us through. You explained when things got going and kind of the catalyst for that. What was the process like once you and Tom decided that you wanted to get this foundation in place, and what is some of the work that you've accomplished so far in the first three years? Well, the the initial getting it off the ground was reaching out and and, uh, making a a board that could serve together, which started as five, which we've now extended to seven people, forming a 501c3 to uh, form a nonprofit, and then just to start uh, working with ideas for trails in the Camas Valley. One of the trails that's been here for about 15 years is a trail to nowhere, that is called the SR32 Trail. It goes from Oakley out to Marion and stops on both ends with, with really, it just follows the highway. And so it's, it's projects like that that we've really tried to turn to and say, okay, what could we do to connect the community and make it such that before uh, all of the, the development comes to our valley, uh, that we can get ahead of the game there and, and put in connectivity and trails. So are you working completely with new trails that the foundation creates, or are you also, I, I noticed on your website that there are a number of trails listed on the site, so I'm guessing that you also work with existing trails to improve them, or as you mentioned, maybe liven them up a little bit? Right. Yeah, because it's certainly not all about mountain biking. We're very interested in promoting the equestrian, the hiking, trail running, any trail use, non-motorized trail use, we are very much interested in promoting. We have gone out into the UNIS and done several projects projects as a foundation to improve trails and lop off branches, clear rocks, and, and you know improve the trails, uh, have been very heavily involved in trying to develop new trails. 
So tell me what goes into the process of developing an, a new trail. What what are the steps that you have to do to identify the area, plot out the route of that trail, and then the actual groundwork? What does all of that entail? It's a long process because the first process is step, step is to go out and basically look around you and say, where are possibilities? You know, some terrain is too steep, some is not that interesting, and so you're really looking for terrain that is conducive to a trail. The second step there would be, who are the property owners? If it's the Forest Service, there's certain things you have to go through from NEPA process to different approvals to, to bring a trail onto a property like that. If it's, if it's private, you've got to attend the, or uh, I reach out to the, the property owner, and if it's municipality, you need to reach out to them and convince them why a trail would be a good idea there. So once you've identified an area for a trail, how does the actual process go to start putting in? Do you have some type of mapping to figure it out? Or how do you determine the routes, the drops and the climbs and things like that? Once you've got a property owner that is willing and excited about the idea of the trail, there's two or three things that are key. One is obviously funding. These trails are not inexpensive. They're, they're very expensive uh, to put in. We just finished the Oakley Trail Park, and that was at a cost of about $65,000 for phase one. And some people say, really? You know, for that, that trail? And, and yet uh, these trails are very expensive to put in. So fundraising is big, whether it's through your members of your community, members of your foundation, or going out and trying to get government grants or different sponsors that would help you with that. Also, going up and flagging out the actual trail. Where would this trail go? And that often changes as you come in with a professional trail builder and he brings in a chronometer is what it's called and says that's way too steep or this is... <laughs> and so they'll adjust that trail accordingly. And then coming up with, uh, if once you've got the money and the general idea of a trail, bringing in a professional trail builder to actually build the trail. So in your opinion, what is it that makes a good trail? Are most of these something that everyone can jump on and safely have a good time using? Or are there different, maybe difficulty levels for mountain bikers on the trails that you guys are working with? That's a good question because it, it really varies. What makes a good trail is what you love to do. If you're someone who just loves to go and, and go on a stroll with your grandchildren or your wife, you're not going to want something real aggressive. And maybe you're looking for more peace and beauty and just uh, something that's uh, just somewhere to get away from it all and enjoy. If you're a hardcore trail runner, then you're going to love a lot more vertical and rocks and jumping around things. Same with mountain biking. So it really varies with what the trail use will be. The SR32 trail is a paved trail. And yeah, we're, we're even about bringing about paved trails where kids would ride bikes, parents would push babies in strollers, uh, or people would jog, uh, whatever there. And these, and I think that's a good point, that the trails you're working on or with or creating are all over, like as you mentioned, one's right along SR32, mm -hmm. along residencies yeah. and right. farmland, and some of these trails are in the UNAs, another of them are in parks, so they're really spread out all over, kind of in the South Summit area. That's correct. Do you have any numbers as far as the number of trails that you are either maintaining or working on currently? You know, Oakley City has been very proactive in helping us to work with ground where we could actually uh, develop trails. And it's really helpful when any municipality will get involved and say, you know, how could we use South Summit Trails Foundation to help us develop trails within our community? 
And so, uh, for example, in Oakley, just in the last three months, we have developed a trail in what's called Stevens Grove, which is on Mill Race Road in Oakley. It's along the Weber River. That one has been not only a trail project, but it has also been a conservation project because we are very interested in open space and conserving beautiful green space for as development encroaches onto our valley. And uh, so that's a 23-acre permanent conservation that is now owned by the city of Oakley. And South Summit Trails has gone in there, and we have put in a one-mile loop trail around the perimeter of it that is just, boy, it can be used for people to run or walk or ride or go fishing or swim in the river. It's, it's now a conservation. We alleviated three homes in bringing that conservation about. It was approved uh, for th- three building uh, lots, and we were able to remove those and make it a conservation where the public could just enjoy that. So that's one trail that's been put in, a one-mile loop there. We also just did another one-mile loop around the recreation complex in Oakley, Uh, That was a half-moon-shaped trail to nowhere again. And we had gone into Oakley and said, listen, you know, what if we took that and created a loop around the entire thing so as parents come to watch their kids play football or soccer or whatever they may be doing, they could also get out and get some exercise of their own while they're watching. Another one that we have just finished in Oakley is one called Franson Lane, which Franson Lane, a developer, came in and wanted to develop the old Franson farm. This would be, uh, gee, 15, 20 years ago. And we had a great mayor at the time named Doug Evans who said, well, yeah, I'll tell you what, you want something from us, we're going to ask something back from you. And they, they said, if you uh, want this density of housing in this area, we want this section of property down by the river to be put into a conservation. And so he made that deal And uh, there were a couple of small trails in there that really didn't lead to anywhere. It went into Franson Lane and also did a one-mile perimeter loop around Franson Lane there as well. It's just a beautiful place for people to go in and ride or uh, they can take their horses. All of these trails I've described so far are open to everything from equestrian to foot traffic or bikes. Is there a favorite that you have that you really enjoy personally? Wow, that is a really hard question because they each, I mean, my two favorites are the the conservation areas because they're somewhere you can slip and get away, whether it's just for a stroll on an afternoon or get some exercise running. You see all sorts of wildlife. You will see elk, you will see deer, fox, blue herons, cranes, and just all, all kinds of beautiful wildlife. So I think those two would be my favorite for just a getaway. It sounds like that's a really great nature experience for everyone of all skill levels to be able to enjoy. It is, absolutely. And and those trails are begging for people to be on them. Good to know. Well, you've also got another new trail that's probably begging for some use pretty soon that I'm sure you'd like people to try out, which is the Oakley Trail Park. The Oakley Trail Park, okay. yes. Uh, this, Why don't you tell uh, us about that? Yeah, let's tell you a little bit about that. We did have a great trail that was developed by one of our good neighbors here, the High Star Ranch, about two and a half years ago. And they put in 17 miles of beautiful mountain biking trail. Most of it is fairly advanced. I would say if you took the average 100 riders in Camas Valley particularly, because it's a fairly young valley as far as mountain biking, only about 10 of the 100 are going to, to ride to the top of High Star. It's a pretty aggressive and black diamond ride for the most part. So we were looking for something that could appeal to the entry-level rider and intermediate rider. We approached Oakley City, 
and said, you've got this property on the side of the Uintas here. And we had actually discovered that it had a trail, again, a somewhat of a trail to nowhere, a half mile long that had been abandoned, had wooden bridges, and, and it was a very well-defined trail. We came in with a plan to extend that trail and make it into a loop, as well as to add some downhill mountain bike trails, some flow tracks into it and told Oakley City that we would go out and raise the money to do that if they would allow us to use the property. The city council voted 100% to yes, let's do it. That sounds like a great amenity to our city. We did go out and build those trails three and a half miles long. They all have names that are very appropriate for the town as you think of Oakley. They are trails like Lariat Loop, which is a large loop, Barrel Racer, Rodeo, Buckaroo. They're, they're named appropriately and they're there's something there for everybody, whether you're a beginner rider or whether you're even fairly advanced. There's some great downhill flow tracks. They're not 17 miles long. It is more like a park, but uh, a great place to go and get some cardiovascular and have fun while you're doing it. And that opened September 21st was your grand opening. That was correct? our grand opening. Uh-huh. So this is phase one. Do you have plans for a phase two in that area? We do. Where, where we've talked about that being more of an entry level area, we also have a desire to put in a pump park that kids and beginner riders could get in there and develop skills, a jump track that would have four or five fun jumps as you come down, down the hill, and then a skill track which would have areas that you would ride through rocks and overboards and different things to develop beginner and intermediate skills. That sounds very fun and interesting. And as you mentioned, a great opportunity for aspiring mountain bikers to come and test yeah. out their new skills and practice. And even within a short time, they'll be going, I, maybe I'll graduate to this next trail that has bigger jumps and sharper turns and what have you. So we talked about Oakley Trail Park in the future there. In general, what are the goals that you have for, that your board has for the South Summit Trails Foundation? Where, where are you looking to end up, say, five, ten years down the road? We would like to help connect the community so that as development and more cars and more homes come in, there are trails to connect the community that would be non-motorized. We're looking at some beautiful trail systems up the Mirror Lake Highway and starting uh, flagging and looking at grant money and different ideas to make those happen. We very much would like to see the connectivity of that SR30 trail go from one end of the valley to the other end of the valley so that Francis and Camus and Marion also have connectivity on, on that trail. It'd be great to have a community where a child, if he said, I want to ride my bike to school, has the opportunity to do that. Mm -hmm instead of being on this edge of a very dangerous highway with cars, you know, running past them. And we're definitely an advocate of childhood exercise and riding your bikes. And just want to remind everyone, make sure you wear your helmets, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Wear your helmets. But do take advantage of that. How many kids are stuck on their screens today? Mm -hmm. And we know that that brings problems for them later in life. If they don't get out, become active stay healthy, invigorate their mind in the great outdoors. This gives them so much opportunity. That, that would be really the vision that we're trying to do is help people get out and enjoy the outdoors like that and bring connectivity to the valley. So just to wrap up now, Howard, if you had one thing that you wanted a listener to take away from this podcast episode or one thing that you wanted them to go out and do as a result of listening to this, what would it be? Well, if you're interested in trails and open space, I would say a great place to visit would be southsummittrails.org so that you could become a member and, and actually participate to some degree, whether it's giving $25 a year or 
$2,500 a year. We've had donors give much more than that to help promote it. And then if you're interested in a board position, boy, approach the board and say, you know, I have interest in trails. I would love to help bring this about in, in our neighborhoods here in the Camas Valley and eastern Summit County. So reach out and get involved. And, and then above and beyond that, get out on these new trails. Go on the go on the website and see where they are and and take your dogs or your family or whoever, whatever your loved ones are and get out and enjoy these trails. Perfect. Howard, thank you so much for chatting with us. Okay. Thank you for the opportunity. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Summit County HealthCast. For news, program information, and more, visit us at summitcountyhealth.org. Stay healthy, Summit County. 